And but we're here tonight again to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. For he seeks such to worship him. Now I've got some food for thought here tonight. Uh, first, uh, all right, Psalms 127 and 128 both have to do with life in the home. They are domestic psalms. How do you know? Look at Psalms 127, verse 1. The opening line refers to the building of the house. Then Psalm 127, verse 3 through 5 mentions children. The third verse of Psalm 128 pictures the wife of the home and children again. And Psalm 128, verse 6 even traces the progression of time to one's grandchildren. If you think upon this theme, you also observe uh, the psalmist's idea of national strength, being connected to the strong family unit. In Psalms 128, verse 5, a nation remains only as strong as its families. A A crumbling family life is one of the signs of a crumbling culture. Amen. And we, and we have a culture today that it really gone way down. It, it have. I mean, God's people, God got a standard for his people. And, and uh, God wants us to obey him. He wants us to be obedient to his voice. Amen. Now, we're going uh, to go back in, in um, Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5 talking about the Beatitudes. Uh, Jesus preached Matthew 5, 6, and 7, the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, he preached this message. Amen. And, and he, he taught a lot of things, didn't he? Yes, he did. And, and, and these, if, if we'll, uh, he talked about the blessed people, people that are blessed. You know, we, we started out with Psalms 1. You know, talking about blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he what? Meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so. Or like the shaft which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinneth in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Amen? You know, that's it in a nutshell. God's word is true. God's word is holy and pure and righteous. Amen. And God is, is faithful. Psalm, um, Matthew 5. Matthew 5. Let's read verses 4 and 5. We, we uh, talked about they that mourn. We're going to, we got just a little bit about they that mourn. Then we're going to look at blessed are, they, blessed are the meek. They shall inherit the earth. Amen. So Matthew 5, Matthew 5, 4 and 5 is what we're looking at tonight. Matthew 5, 4 and 5. Let's read that. Uh, blessed are the meek. Now, I want you to read uh, uh, 4, first and 5. Blessed are they that mourn. Blessed are they that mourn. They shall be comforted. Amen. God comforts us, doesn't he? 
the Bible said, to appoint unto them the morning Zion. Isaiah 61, look at that verse 1. Uh, verses 1 through 3. Isaiah 61. Verses 1 through 3. Yeah, Isaiah 61, verses 1 through 3. Let's look at those through. Talking about uh, the morning. They that mourn. Yeah, verses 1 through 3. Uh-huh. Who, who is that saying to Jesus? Spirit of the Lord, God is upon me, all right? Because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek. Mm-hmm. Read. He has sent me to bind, me to bind up the brokenhearted. To bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. Mm-hmm. And the, and the opening. And opening. And, and, and the opening of the prison to them that are. Uh huh. Amen. Spiritually bound. Open another prison. All right. Read. To proclaim the accepted year of the Lord. To proclaim the accepted year of the Lord. All right. And the day of vengeance. The day of vengeance. Of our God. Of our God. All right. Read. To comfort all that mourn. To com- to comfort all that mourn. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. Listen at this. To appoint them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they might be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Isn't God wonderful? He's wonderful. Hallelujah. So now here we're talking about. Now. Let's say that mourn. I've got just a little bit more on, on, the, on the ones that mourn. Then we're going to go to um, the meek. Let's see. Those who mourn. This speaks of mourning over sin. The godless sorrow that produces repentance leading to salvation without regret. The Second Corinthians 17. The comfort is the comfort of forgiveness of sin and salvation. And then if you can get, you can just write down some, uh, Isaiah 40, verses 1 and 2. You can read that later. Amen. Now, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Meek, meek is, um, it, it's not weakness or mere mildness of disposition, for our Lord claimed it, as an element of his character to be emulated by his disciples. Ma- uh, Matthew 11, chapter, verses 28 through, through 30. What did Jesus say? Talking about meekness here. Talking about, hallelujah. Matthew 11, chapter, verse 28 to 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Jesus, Jesus I'll give you rest. Uh-huh. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. I'm meek and lowly in heart. You shall find rest unto your souls. Amen. Jesus himself. Hallelujah. Now Moses was meek. You can read Numbers 12, 3. You can read that later. 
but he certainly was not weak. It's the gentleness of strength in reserve. Make, listen to this now. Meekness can fight with strength and vigor when the glory of God or the interests of the kingdom are at stake. Amen? Hallelujah. Uh, well, meekness is, is, is a fruit of the Spirit. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's in reserve. It's in reserve, like strength in reserve. You, you have it there, and you just use it. Jesus himself displayed this, this, this meekness. Remember, he, let's see if we, can, if we can get an example here. For what Jesus displayed meekness, humbled himself. Uh, he, he, he humbled himself and, and, and became obedient unto death, Jesus. Even the death of the cross. When, when they came to take Jesus, remember they came to take him? He had power. He had power to call more than 12 legions of angels. He, he really did. But what did he do? He humbled himself. Because he knew his hour had come. That's what he came into the world to do, to die for our sins, didn't he? He came that we might live, but he had to die that we might live. But not only, not only did he die, he rose the third day. Of he told him, said, destroy this temple, and in three days I'm going to raise it up. And, and the corner-minded people said, look, it was 46 years in building this temple, and they still hadn't finished it, still building Herod's temple. That's what they thought they were talking about Herod's temple. To destroy this temple, and in three days, I'm going to raise it up again. As well as, they said, well, this man's crazy. That's what they felt. He's crazy. It, it took 46 years to build this temple. He's talking about raising it up in three days. But he's talking about the temple, his body. Amen. Ye are the temple of the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God dwelling you and me, isn't that right? Amen. We're his temples. We're his vessels. Amen. And he want to use us every day. He will if we let him. See, God, just don't, God don't make his people do, does he? God want us to, to ask me why he, he taught this message for his people. Blessed are happy to be envied of God's true people. Amen. People that, that, that really love God. People that have denied. Jesus said, if any man will be my disciple, what? Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. We got a cross to bury. Isn't that right? Amen. You better believe we have. Every day we, we, we have a cross as we go about each day. We have a, an enemy. The devil is our enemy. The devil hates God and he hates us. Hallelujah. But God is faithful. And God has called his people to, to meekness, meekness, to, to deny themselves, to speak. Hallelujah. When they should speak and hold their peace, when they should hold their peace. And God give us wisdom to do that. He give us knowledge and understanding. So let me read that again. Meekness can fight with strength and vigor. When the glory of God or the interests of the king are at stake. It was meekness and lowliness, Jesus. Jesus, hallelujah. It, it was that meek and lowly Jesus that, 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 that uh, took that, what, that whip, made that whip of cards and whipped and flipped him out of the temple. Isn't that right? He, 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 see, Jesus, he got angry. The Bible said, be ye angry and sin not. 
But, but when, he, when, he, when he made that whip of cord and whipped him out of the temple, was he still me? Yes, he was me. Yes, he was me. He was just doing the will of his father. Getting the devils out of the house of God. Sometimes you, you have to tell them, we can tell the devil where to get off at. Isn't that right? What that song said, don't let the devil ride. If you let him ride, he's going to want to drive. Don't let him ride. But thank God. Live holy, live pure, lift up Jesus by letting your light shine before men. How do you let your light shine? By, by living holy. That's right, living pure, doing God's will. But that's not holiness. Holiness is what I long for. And God's calling us to holiness. Holiness, thank God. Holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Isn't that right? In Peter, the Lord said, be ye holy, for I am holy. It's written to be holy. And holy means to be separate, separated from the world. And hallelujah, separated from the world, thank God. And we are appointed to God for, for him to work through us and in us. Hallelujah. We're separated from the world. The world, by wisdom, knew not God. The world got so much wisdom, they think. And they said, look what, look what we've done. Look what we can do. And let them say, well, I'm God. The devil is so deceived. Isn't that right? It deceived the man. It deceived man. See, the devil knows that his, his doom is the lake of fire. He's doing everything he can to care about it. He can with him. Isn't that right? Because when the gospel is preached, the Bible speaks about how the word of God was preached. And Jesus taught this. A sword went, went forth to sow. As he sowed, some fell by the wayside. Isn't that right? And the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell among, upon the stony ground. Isn't that right? And, and they didn't bring forth no fruit. Some fell upon a rock. It didn't have no deathness of earth. It didn't break no, no, forth no fruit. And some fell upon good ground. As a person, hear the word of God with an open heart and receive it. And obey it, repent, and turn to God by faith. And ask God to save them, fill them with his spirit. Repentance. Repentance is about faith. It's turning from sin and turning to God. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. Repent. Jesus said in, in Luke 13, 3, Except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Isn't that right? Because they asked Jesus about uh, a tower fell on a lot of certain people. A tower fell on them. And, and they asked him, say, was these sinners above all the rest? He said, no, these weren't sinners above all the rest. Except you repent. You should all like us, Perry. You got to repent of your sin. St. Luke 13. Why don't you get that Luke 13 and begin at verse 1. I think we'll find that what I'm talking about right in there, I believe. Hallelujah. It's one way to God. Isn't that right? And that's through our Lord Jesus Christ. And people trying to climb up some other way. They're trying to do it their own way. It never worked. Luke 13, 1. Let's see what it say. Uh huh. It was somebody at that season that told Jesus about some Galileans, all right. Pilate took some of them and mingled their blood with sacrifices. All right, read. And Jesus, and Jesus answered and said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans. 
Well, do you think these, these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans? Listen to what Jesus said. Because they suffered such things. Because they suffered such things. Do you think they were sinners above all the rest? What did he say? I tell you, nay. I tell you, no. But except you repent. But except you repent. You shall, shall all likewise perish. You shall all likewise read on. Or those 18 upon whom the tower in Solomon, no, Solomon, Salome fell and slew them. Uh, this uh, tower fell on 18. Uh, this tower fell on 18. Read. Think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwell in Jerusalem. Do you think they were sinners above, men, above all men dwelling in Jerusalem? Do you think they were? What did Jesus say? I tell you nay. I tell you nay. They was not. But what? But except ye repent. But except ye repent. You shall all likewise perish. So, so Jesus is letting us know in order to be saved, we got to repent of our sins. Every man, every woman got to repent of their sin. Amen. Because we're born in sin and shaped in iniquity. But, but hallelujah. Jesus came to save us. He came to seek and to save the lost. That's right. He came, didn't he? He didn't come, hallelujah. And when he came, he came as a baby, didn't he? He came as a baby that made them cry. But, but the Jews, they were looking for a king to lift them high. Hallelujah. How, he came as a baby. And, and, and God protected him, didn't he? Because Herod tried to kill him. Herod tried to, hallelujah. He, he was so wicked until he knew what Jesus was. He heard what he was. And he sent him to slay children, I think, from two years old and under. My, 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 what a wicked devil. The devil used that man. And when he killed all of them, the Bible said Rachel weeping over her children. And she could not be comforted because they were not. Isn't that something? God is good. God's merciful. God protected his son and delivered him. Told him, get up and go into Egypt. God, see, God is above all. Isn't that right? The devil's a liar. And he's the father of a lie. As our pastor said this morning, how God is sovereign. Isn't that right? He controls everything. I mean, man think they can do this and do that. Without God, we can't do a thing. Amen. So, this election, we got eyes on the Lord, haven't we? <laughs> we got eyes on Jesus. We know man can't fix it. We are such a bad man can't fix it. But God can't. Isn't that right? God can fix anything and everything. So let's keep our eyes on the Lord. Let's walk upright before. Let's continue in God's word that we'll be his disciples indeed. Let's follow him closely. Let's do God's will. Let's lift the standard high. What is God's standard? Holiness is God's standard. Let's lift that standard. Thank God. Hallelujah. By living a holy life. By being pure in heart, mind, spirit, body, and then soul. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is coming soon. But he's coming after people that's ready to meet him. Coming after people that's looking for him. And the people that's ready to meet him. So thank God, saints of God. Let's make sure that we do God's so will. We let our light shine. Let's do what Jesus said here. Blessed are the meek. The meek. For they shall inherit the earth. Psalms 37, 11. Read that verse. That's where it, it comes from. Psalm 37, 11 is, is the verse that this really... Of what we find that verse is Psalm 37 and verse 11. I'm going to show you the verse I want. 
meek shall inherit the earth. Uh huh. And shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Amen. The meek are those who are humble and submissive before God. They find their refuge in his in, in him and commit their way entirely to him. They are more concerned about God's work and God's people than about what happened to them. But, but what happened to them personally? All right. The meek rather than the meek rather than the aggressor ultimately will inherit the earth. Amen? The meek, the humble, the lowly. Thank God, gonna inherit the earth. All right, I'm, I got this, some more here. Hallelujah, glory be to God. It is. It's always the meek is always ready to renounce its own plans and to joyously embrace God's plan. Amen. See, the meek want, want God's will to be. Good. They want God's plan to go forth. Amen. Not our plan. It is the meek, not the aggressor, who inherits the earth. Of all qualities of character, meekness is probably the one least coveted. Probably is. Yeah. <laughs> but Jesus extols it as a grace highly esteemed by God. The ornament of a great spirit. All right. Uh, 1 Peter 3, 4. Let's read that. Talks about it. But let it be hid, but let it, but it, but let it be the hidden man of the heart, and that which is not corruptible, even, even the, the ornament of the meat and quiet spirit, quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God, great a great price. Amen. All right, I tell you what I want you to read. Uh, first, read that, start at verse 1 in there. First Peter 3, begin at verse 1. Let's read uh, all down to verse 4. Likewise, mm-hmm. be wise. Uh-huh. Be in su- subjection to your own husband. Mm-hmm. That, that if any o- obey not the word. If any obey not the word. They also may with, without the word be won by the conversation. Amen. See, what it says, talking talking to the wives, how they can win their husband. You don't slap slap the word on them all the time. You know, uh, I remember when we was passing at the church over there, that I I brought this out about how that you don't just slap the word on them. You know, you live a life. You live a holy life. That's what you do. Amen. You live a holy life. And some of them just, uh, you know, they didn't feel like that. But, But that's what it takes. I mean, God, uh, a wife to save and the husband unsaved, at times God will, will uh, direct the wife to maybe, you know, to use some scriptures, you, but n- not try to beat them over the head all the time, you know. You understand? Live, live a holy life first of all. Then you can, you can speak to your husband, amen, as God leads you. Not just fighting them all the time and, and you're getting ready to go to Bible study. You, look, you need to be going with me. You, don't, you, you know you don't know what the hell you, you, That's not the way you win the soul. No, 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 no. You love them. Let them see God through you loving. Not only them, but just love. Now, now my wife, my sweetheart, she's a loving person, boy. She is. She's kind and gentle and loving. She loves people. Yes, sir. 
All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's that's love, isn't that right? It, that's all I'm rather meek and quiet spirit. And what you say inside of that that's how you win them. You win them and say win them without the word. You don't hit them so I'm a oh I slapped him up and the head before I left this morning. Oh he'll never forget what I said. No, that's not the way you win them. Like this lady, eyed the husband clothes, you know, and, and laid him out for him. That's the love of God. That's meekness. Hallelujah. Thank God. Jesus is our example of all this. We know that. He's our example. But, but now, when we follow him, we'll do his will. We'll obey him. Amen. All right, read, read some more of that. Put you in the sight of God a great price, all right? What did it say? Wait a minute. First Peter 3, verse 2. Yeah. They behold your chase, a clean conversation, all right? Coupled with fear. Uh-huh. Read. Whose adorning, let it not be that outward adorning. Uh-huh. Who's adorning, which means apparel, word, dress, your dress. Your adorning means to address, all right? Where you dress, all right? Let it not be, uh-huh. A plaiting of the hair. A plaiting of the hair. And a wearing of gold. A putting on of apparel. But let it be but the hidden man of the heart. The Holy Ghost. Amen. Let it be the Holy Ghost. I read. In that which is not corruptible. Hidden man of the heart, which is that the Holy Ghost, which is not corruptible, the Spirit of God in you. Let it be that. Shining out through you. Living in you, living through you, alright? Even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit. Even the ornament, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, in, which is in the sight of God a great price. Amen. Right? Amen. Hallelujah. In the sight of God, that's a great price. Letting your light shine. Doing the will of God. Amen. Winning souls. He that wins souls is wise. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? You got to be wise to win souls. Oh, God. As I said before, I asked the question before. This is what? This is October. The year is almost out. And I, and I said, Lord, what have I done for you? I, you know, I, Oh, what have I done for you this year? You know, I mean, Lord, hallelujah. God, help us. Help me. What have I done for the Lord this year? I mean, we, the Bible says, examine yourself, whether you be in the faith. Know you not your own self, lest you be reprobate. Hallelujah. That, how you examine yourself? By the word of God. That, that word is how we examine our, isn't that right? Amen. Hallelujah. Did you read, is there one more verse you need to read? Or did you read the? I read one, two, four. You read the four first? That's good. God is good. God is so good. Oh, God. That's how you win, by loving. You love. Love wins. In order to win souls, you got to love. You can't beat somebody over here and throw. You can't throw rocks in the pond while you're fishing and expect to catch fish. Now, I'm talking about if you're sitting in a little pond there, and you can see them swimming around, jumping up every once in a while, and you're throwing rocks, and don't expect to catch no fish. You run them away. Amen. 
when it comes to helping winning souls, you've got to. Now, it says, me personally generally regard it as too good. As, mm. Jesus, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> a meek person is characterized, too, by a willingness to yield to others when, when principle is not at stake. He claims nothing but, hallelujah, but the whole earth belongs to the meek. The meek shall inherit that. We got to remain meek. We got to humble ourselves. We got to deny ourselves. And take up our cross and follow the Lord. All right, let me see. Just a minute. Thank you, Lord. I want you to read uh, Romans. Wait a minute. We, uh, 4.13. Romans 4.13. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Hold on just a minute. Isn't God good? He's so good. Amen. It's talking about... Uh, for the promise that he should be heir of the world was not it was not to Abraham was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law. I'm talking about the law here now, but through the righteousness of faith. Through the righteousness of faith, it's by faith. Amen. The Bible says Abraham believed God in what? It was counted to him for righteousness because he believed God. Amen. See, God is faithful. God is faithful. All right, let's look at uh, Genesis uh, 17.4. Genesis 17.4, and, and God, i got one more scripture here, I know, at least one more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God made the promise to Abraham. Galatians 3.29. God made this promise to Abraham. And Abraham was a, was a humble man. He, he walked before God in humility. He made some mistakes. But he was called what? What was Abraham called to God? The friend of God. Wasn't he? All right. He's called a friend of God, Abraham. All right. Galatians 3.29. What does it say? Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. Heirs according to the promise. Amen. Abraham was a humble man. He walked before God and he pleased God. Hallelujah. So saints of God, let, let's stand firm on God's word. And the word of God said, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Amen. And we've got to be faithful. God's people are faithful. God's coming after 
a church, a people that have denied themselves. Amen. Now, that, that we didn't read uh, Numbers 12, 3 by Moses being meek, all right? Numbers 12, 3, let's read that one anyway. Amen. That, that's really saying something, isn't it? That's really saying something. Moses. He was a meek man, a humble man. Now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which was on the face of the earth. I mean, he really humbled himself before God. He denied himself. He made some mistakes, but, but, but he loved God, didn't he? And he followed God. He led, he led God's children... You know, the people aggravated him a lot, you know, but, he, but he, he led God's children, you know, not into the promised land. But see, see how merciful God was to him. God didn't let him go into the promised land because of his disobedience. You know, God told him what to, to speak to the rock. Right. And he smote it. So God didn't let him go in, but God did let him see it. That, that's God's mercy. That's the grace of God. That's the love of God. God didn't have to let him. God didn't have to. But because God, because God loved Moses and God knew the heart of Moses, God let him see the promised land, but didn't let him go in. Amen. And, 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 and you know, uh, Moses is a, hallelujah. The law was given, what, by Moses. And grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Amen. So Moses is, was God's faithful servant. And, uh, but after, after Moses, it really wasn't no more raised up like Moses. Jesus, the word of God say how that a prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto me like unto Moses, which was Jesus. To him shall you hear. Liken them to Hallelujah. A prophet said, Lord, your God raise up unto me, like unto Moses. And, it, and it, him shall you hear. It shall come to pass, all don't hear that prophet going to be destroyed or cut off among people. And that prophet's Jesus. That prophet came. Amen. So Moses talked about Jesus way back in his day. But Moses was a humble man. He followed the Lord. And uh, <laughs> thank God. God, God buried Moses himself. God didn't, he didn't, uh, he didn't let, he didn't depend on nobody else to do it because had they found out where Moses was buried, they probably would have made a shrine and worshipped him, wouldn't they? They probably would have. But God knows what he's doing. God doesn't make any mistakes. Saints, I want you to be encouraged tonight. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. And our pastor's preaching uh, on faith, letting us know how to receive from God. When we pray, believe, believe. That we'll have what we're praying for. And we'll have it. But we got to believe when we're praying, while we're praying. And I know what he's, what he's saying. That's what we do many times. We pray and then try to muster up faith later on. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what it is, is it? When we pray, God wants us to believe that we're going to have whatever. We, see, God is faithful. He have all, he's able to do all things. Nothing, hard, nothing too hard for God. But do we believe him when we pray? Let's continue to pray for our loved ones and believe that they're coming in, looking to see them come in. 
we've been praying. We've been talking to some people that said they're coming to church. Um, a sister and her husband and family need to come. They say, the sister says she's coming. And, and her husband said he, he's coming. He's trying to get a Sunday off now. You know, devil have been really fighting that family. Pray for that family. What's their last name? He, he's got a, I don't know. But she, uh, he, her name is Claudette. His name is, is uh, Mark. And they got three children. One named, uh, uh, one named uh, Kayla, one named Kyle, and one named uh, Zachary. Pray for that family. It's another family we wouldn't want to pray for. Who's that other family that we, we want to give prayer requests for? Well, anyway, it's, it's another family. I guess they'll come to one of us uh, that, they, they, you know, pray for them. Oh, Lisa, yeah. We met this sister. Well, we've known her for a lot of years. And we went to a funeral yesterday, and we met her at the funeral. And uh, she said she's coming to church. They said, she said they're looking for a church. And, and uh, just pray that God would let them come. And if he, if he really wants them to be here, that he, they'll be here. That they'll come. And they serve God. Amen. Pray for that family. Her name is Lisa, and his name is uh, what? Uh, anyway, can't think of his name right now. We haven't known him too long. But pray for that family, that God will just bless them and meet their needs and encourage them and, and lead and guide them and direct them. And, and, and let's pray for her. Uh, your daughter named Pamela, right? Pray for Pamela, Sister Pamela. And me. And for, and for her mother. All right. They pray that she'll sell her house. We're going we're gonna to get to praying. So you're going to sell that house, sister. You're going to sell that house. You come, you come in the door shouting. Oh. <laughs> hey. Oh, boy. You're you going to come in and shout. Oh, I sold it. I sold it. <laughs> Amen. We're going to really be praying. God, gonna, you're going to sell the house. Amen. We believe in God with you. Knowing that it's going to, it's going to, it's going to get a good price for it. We believe in God with you. Are y'all believing? Amen. Amen. We believe in God with you. May God bless y'all tonight and smile upon you and give you victory. Amen. Be encouraged to follow on to know the Lord. And this week, let us really be praying and seeking God and doing God's will. Pray for Pastor Venable and Sister Venable. That they stay in carriage, that they continue to do the will of God. We've got a, a, a pastor here and his wife that love God and they're doing the will of God. Let's pray that they stay in carriage and that, that every need will be met. And God give them some of their wants also, all right? Amen. May God bless you tonight. Praise God. Sir?